Yeah. Yeah. Ready? Oh, she has a ring light now. <laughs> <laughs> too bad this is a with different bad. settings. Oh, those are Ooh. not good. That was a little too harsh. Okay. I just wanted to make wow. sure y'all saw how wow. nice I look in this ring light. I forgot about it. I'm glad I'm glad this is a visual medium so we can It really is. So effect. it definitely matters how I look on season camera. two. <laughs> right. We could this could be a full on show. All right, I'm gonna get started. Good morning, good <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> good day and good night. <laughs> Welcome to the Poptimist. I'm the host, Billy McCartney. There's that other host over there, my sister. Say hello, Dagny. Hello. Also, I love that you had to fix yourself by saying I'm the host, and then also remember that there is a co-host to this podcast. All right, uh, you're fired. And it's Get me, off. Dagny McCartney. I'm Billy's sister, but also co-host. <laughs> co-host this specifically. Is why, this is why I should start letting you do the introduction so I don't <laughs> feel all of the power come to myself. It's okay. Wow. I don't know how to finish a sentence whenever I do intros, so it just goes on for too long. Um, That's great. Rambling intros that go nowhere are what we are looking for. Yeah, I mean, this one's been 30 seconds long already, I think. But too long. Guys, <laughs> welcome to the podcast called Poptimist. <laughs> This is going off the rails very quickly. Uh, the, the, the Poptimist is a pop culture breakdown podcast where we focus on optimism. We want to find the things you love and we want to hear about it. Uh, Dagny, hi. Yes. Hello. What you been? What you been? What you been up to? What you been watching? What you been reading? What you been eating? <laughs> is, is food pop culture? Uh, it could be, I guess. Uh, but other than Sopranos, which is like the like the long going oh, thing. We'll yes. just, we know you're we watching it once. We don't have to talk about it again. More importantly, I found this delightful little film. My roommate was shocked that I had never seen it. But have you ever heard of Miss Pettigrew Lives for a Day? Yeah. How have I never heard of this movie? I watched it. I cried at the end. It was so sweet. We had wine. Uh, have you seen it? No. I had seen the trailer when it was new. Okay. I do want to say I miss Amy, Mc, uh, Amy McAdams. Wow. Amy Adams. I was talking about how Amy Adams and Rachel McAdams have never been bad in anything ever, but specifically Amy Adams. That is um, correct. Amy Adams uh, in this, and also I watched Drop Dead Gorgeous. I miss like the fun, like slutty Amy Adams. I know she's like going for an Oscar now, but those characters are so fun. And that's what she is in Miss Pettigrew Lives for a Day. She's Amazing. like this starlet, but also just is sleeping around. And she's very smart at what she's doing, but plays like this ditzy fun character. And I really had a great time and I wish Amy Adams would give us more, even though I do hope and pray for an Oscar in her near future. Um, I mean, but Frances McDormand is the main character. She's Miss Pettigrew and she's always fantastic. Has a wonderful I, makeover montage. Anyway, I could talk forever about this movie. No, I didn't know. It was great. I'm obsessed with Frances McDormand. Just call out. Here's a really, really weird ref thing that happened with Frances McDormand, which mm -hmm. was I, when I first moved to LA, got involved with this completely free Shakespeare company um, out in Santa Monica, where it was just like, no budget. What's his name from Weezer came a lot. That's not a joke. What's his name? <laughs> the lead singer of Weezer. Whatever. He came to see me do Shakespeare like three times. He's a lovely man. And I can't believe, I can't remember his name. But one time when we were doing Julius Caesar, mm -hmm. one of the really young, like fresh out of high school actresses. So this theater, you couldn't like cross around on the inside. So we entered from the audience. We had to exit the building and come in through <laughs> the front. And we were doing a matinee. And there was a woman out jogging in like sweats and a hat. And she saw that she was resting by the steps of the theater because it's usually just like an empty building. And she talked to this actress as she came out for her transition. She goes, yeah, I just entered the audience. We have to go this way. And she said, oh, what show? And it was a lovely conversation. And it turned out to be Frances McDormand. Just That's out. wild. Ask about Shakespeare. Aww. Wow. It makes me happy that she is as pleasant. I don't 
off screen as she seems to be on screen, specifically in Miss Pettigrew Lives for a Day. She's a very kind woman, even though she's not great at her job at the beginning. She finds herself and a little glamorous. Yeah, I live for any kind of makeover montage in any movie, and this one has a really satisfying one. Uh, so anyway, I talked a lot about myself and what I was watching because no, I really I enjoyed it. it. What have you been watching, Billy? I just want to make sure you that. It's Rivers Cuomo, and I'm embarrassed I forgot because I've... He's, oh, his name. Lovely. Rivers Cuomo. Hey, Dagny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have finally gone back to this video game I never beat, and I know I don't even know if you know anything about it, but I'm playing Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, yeah. You haven't told me anything about that. Yeah. I thought so you were going to say Dragon... No Man's Sky, and I was like, we've talked about this many times, oh, Billy. <laughs> oh, no. I actually got through so much of that, I feel like I can now play it more casually. I've done like so many... It's not a big deal. <laughs> okay, so, this Dragon game. What's that? Dragon Age, mm-hmm. colon, Inquisition. Okay. It's the third Dragon Age game. Okay. Um, and basically, it's absurdly massive like the scale of this game is so big that when i tried to play it before i just got burned out and quit but it's Mm -hmm. because i marathoned through the first two dragon age games to play this one and i just wanted to keep marathoning (laughs) and i thought i'd just print through this one but the thing i love about dragon age is each of the main games you play as a different main character Mm -hmm. but your decisions in the previous game affect the world so everything i did in the first two games set up for the third Mm -hmm. one and it's all about relationships and power and like control over regions and all your decisions are hugely important and impact the outcome of the game. But that's also a lot of responsibility. It's it's heavy. It's actually and that's why when I was trying to rush through it back in like 2015 when all my friends were playing it, I was like, I'm gonna beat this so fast. It's like everything was bad because all my friends were like, we don't even know you. Oh my um, God. Uh, but more importantly, when this game came out, so in, in these games, these like role playing games, there's always like romance options. Mm-hmm. And this is the the first game I can remember with two gay options that's right mm. not just one two as in two is, different people two or... different people you can you can't do it at the same i'm trying to let the game get me into like a polyamorous throuple with them but it won't let me that's a lot maybe but, we'll give video games a couple more years and we'll yeah, get there yeah but the other cool thing is one of the romance uh, characters is exclusively gay which no other game up until oh. then had ever done for me in like an rpg setting where it's like if you're playing as a female character he's like no thank you which is great. Like mm. actual gay, not just like everyone's bisexual, so we don't make anyone mad. It's nice to actually. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's fantasy, world building, Witcher, Lord of the Rings esque bullshit. I love nice. it. Nice. I mean, I've been playing on and off Skyrim with a character named Vivian. It's V I V Y with like little uh, symbols on the top. And, I hate that. Um, so that's my only relation to understanding this game for you. I mean, it's, that it's, and like GTA like 5 that, having yeah. the big world, but I'm. I'm kind. Of, I'm picturing what you're playing, and it sounds very yeah. fun. I'm playing as a mage. Oh, that's what I always pick too. And I named him Zilton, so I can't make fun of your name. All right. <laughs> okay, we have talked quite a bit. Billy, can you please bring in our guest who we've had heard some chuckles from already? So it's time we bring him in. Oh my goodness! It's comedian extraordinaire Yay. and a good friend of mine. It's Drew Craft. Yay, what? Drew! Whoa. Oh my god! Hi, oh Drew. my gosh! Hi. Thank Just so popped much. out of the green room here, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a waiting area. We have refre- We do have refreshments. I'm gonna have more red wine. Danny, what are you drinking? We're having um, a, a, a Cabernet that I bought at Trader Joe's an hour and a half ago. Uh, I'm having a Pinot Grigio that tastes honestly a little funky. It was from my roommate's birthday last week, and we didn't cork it back up. It's just been sitting in the fridge. But you oh, know, that wine has gone bad. But it's fine. I don't, it's not wine is wine. I, 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 yeah, I agree. Other people have done this, I assume. There's a great Parks and Rec quote where uh, mm-hmm. they're out. They're it's uh, Amy Poehler's character is out to dinner. And the waiter comes and she says, 
uh, I'll have a, the cheapest glass of your red wine because I cannot tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was like, preach it, Leslie. Yes, oh. yes, yes. Yeah, uh, no, all the wine tastes the same to me. We've ha- we have a friend whose partner has a vineyard, a very expensive vineyard. The way yeah. the wine tastes great whenever she lets us sample it. But I, if you handed me that glass and this $5 Trader Joe's Pinot Grigio, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you which one was the expensive one. Okay, I'm actually upset because the wine that the free wine she gives us on occasion is exceptional. I know that was the only point of reference. That wine is immaculate, but like, yeah, yeah she's like, you want a red? And we're like, sure. She opens it, and then we drink half the bottle, and we're like, what's this retail for? And she's like, 120. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of, it's pretty wild. That's obscene, but thank you for giving it to me for free. Yeah. In college, I always had Andre. I was like heavier and loved the sugar of it as well, so I always mm-hmm. had Andre Champagne. And then when I graduated from college, my mom was like, what do you want to drink for your like graduation? And so I was like, oh, just get some champagne. So she went and like bought nice champagne. And I was like, what is this piss? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't like champagne unless it's like a, like a super. Where's my sugar? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, like, I want this to taste like candy or nothing. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, we have talked quite a bit about what we've been doing. Uh, and Drew. Yeah, Drew. What'd you bring us today? You brought us a fun thing. Well, I have to say I'm a little in shock and I feel like there's some weird chemistry stuff going on because my thing, assuming I did this correctly, (laughs) my thing uh, has actually already been mentioned in this podcast already. I I heard from the green room, so I'm assuming so. But uh, So my thing is... Drop Dead Gorgeous. Okay, thank God. I haven't been able to talk about this movie. We haven't talked about it on the podcast. That was just talking. No. Oh, I watched so... it for the first time two weeks ago, so let's The first this. time? Yes. Oh my God, have you seen Drop Dead Gorgeous? All right, so when my boyfriend comes out after we're finished recording, he's going to say, what did you talk about? And we're going to say Drop Dead Gorgeous. And then it's going to come out that I haven't seen this movie. <gasps> it's okay. We can tell you all about it. <laughs> this is, it's Drew Barrymore though, right? Oh my god! I have to quit. I from oh show. my god! I'm leaving the podcast immediately. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Let me tell you the star-studded cast first off. Starring yeah, that's why you love it, Drew. That's what I want to hear. Star- starring Kirstie Alley. Oh, never! I know exactly what this movie is. Starring Academy Award winner Denise Richards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, Kirsten Denise Dunst? has an Academy Award. No, I okay. no, of course not. I was please. like, I, I'm devastated that she just announced she's leaving the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And my first thought was like, <laughs> they would have mentioned if she had. Yeah, lost. no, she certainly <laughs> does not. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, who else is in? Allison Janney's in it. She is, oh yes. Mindy yeah, Sterling's incredible. in it. Mm-hmm. And Mindy Sterling, I actually met out here. Oh, wow. Uh, when I first moved out here at Westside Comedy Theater, which is where I do a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. And she was there. And it was like, I'm that person, like when I see celebrities, like if they're huge, I don't really care unless I love them. Like yeah. love, love them. But if they're like a B-lister, C-lister, mm-hmm. and I just like them, I fucking go ape shit when yes. I see them in person. Yes. yes. And so she, and I, I've seen plenty of like celebrities and famous people. And like, I went up to her and I was like, hi, I just want you to know that I adore you. Uh, oh, and I'm like, I love Drop Dead Gorgeous. And she was so excited that I was talking to her because everyone that approaches her apparently talks about Austin Powers. Oh, oh. no. But she's proud and Austin Powers. Powers. I'm so well, sorry. She, she, well, okay, you, both of you are on my list now. But, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you went, Dropped a Gorgeous is frankly more important. So I get, I mean, which is my point that I'm arguing. Yes, yes. Um, it is, it's a little, little bit of like this like cult classic comedy. Mm-hmm. And I, it's one of those things where I'm like, 
oh, I watched it when I wasn't gay. And then like me, lo- <laughs> me, me loving it. Now you're like, oh, this is what, oh, I did. I just out myself on Pop- Poptimus. Wow. So oh, wow. Said, there it is. With like quotation hands. Yeah. And I just want to let every gay man in the audience know that he did that because the wasn't gay in quotes is like universal. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Yeah, it wasn't a gay five-year-old. Yeah. But- Right. Exactly. <laughs> Ask oh. grandma. Mm-hmm. But um yeah. I so I don't know. I met I met her. I she was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to bring you a like signed poster of Drop Dead Gorgeous." And I was like, "Please, never did." And I'm oh, not yeah. like, oh. if "You're listening cuz I know you are." <laughs> this is I'll my address in it here. I'll still accept it. I will still <laughs> accept the poster. Um cuz I like adore that movie. Oh, wow. Uh I read an article once that Allison Janney said that that was one of her like favorite roles she's had oh, and that she's incredible she, and she also loves I, one of the random things in this movie is there's a part where she's flirting with the cameraman mm-hmm. and she's in ellen burt barkin oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, her trailer she plays kirsten dunn's mom yes. and she's like getting her hair done and she puts her hand on ellen barkin's chest to, like push her away mm-hmm. and this is the thing allison janney's like six two mm-hmm. and ellen barkin has to be like four eleven or something <laughs> she's very small so her hand is like the size of her chest <laughs> yes and i just remember like thinking that while watching the movie and it has nothing to do with anything but the movie's brilliant i remember seeing it in theaters as a kid oh wow and I mean, not as a kid. I was probably like a teenager. But I yeah, saw it in theater. Yeah. And I ironically feel like I remember it being like sold out. We probably went opening day, even mm-hmm. though like I don't think did well at all. I mean, uh, it has a cast to sell out a theater. That's in, true. In my opinion. Especially because was Kirsten, this is going to be bad. Timeline wise, had Spider-Man come out yet? Do we know? No. no. Okay, I think so it was Kirsten right Dunst before. wasn't Spider-Man famous? Okay. Yeah, it was probably, two, It's if it's 99, Spider-Man was 2001. Yeah. Um, and also, like you said, precursor to Amy Adams. Oh, Spider-Man yes, my one complaint about the movie was I was like, I wish there was more Amy Adams. But then I looked up, I was like, oh, wait, she hadn't really done very much. I mean, she had, but nothing like Amy yeah. Adams yet. Um, so I was like, I wanted more of that goofiness. But the fact that she had just, I what, like five scenes maybe in the whole movie? But the whole thing is such an ensemble film, which is yeah. what I love about it. But okay, I was like, they so all real shine. Quick, real quick, because you guys are having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, casually know what this movie is even about. Okay. Oh, yes, Drew, can you tell us? You're, you'll be better at describing the plot because yeah, okay. you've seen it more the than me. Okay, so... Spoiler alert for a 21-year-old movie, Bite Me. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the premise of uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous is it takes place in Mount Rose, Minnesota. and uh there is a beauty pageant going on and there's basically like rivals within the beauty pageant which are uh kirsten dunce denise richards britney murphy shout out britney murphy and amy adams and like a few other girls but i think those are the only like main people yeah and then kirstie alley plays denise richards mother and she's total like karen stage mom wanting attention and they're like the rich family of the town so whenever they do anything like everyone cares about it mm-hmm. um and then on the other end kirsten dunce is like the like innocent poor person with the heart of gold who's like trying to like change her life and get out of town and then her mom's like trash uh <laughs> and then and, then, and that's ellen barkin and then uh allison janney plays her mom's like best friend and allison janney is like obviously iconic in this role. Um, every role. I mean, in every role, but like, <laughs> this is when we were like, I get you and you need to like, don't you love those actors when you like see them early on? You're like, oh no, I'm, I, I can't wait to like watch you flourish. Like, yes. yes. Um, oh, I love her and everything. And so basically it's about like, and then these like deaths starts happening 
So we've got like a, like there's, okay, dark comedy. It's a murder mystery mockumentary. Yes. It's a mockumentary. mockumentary. It is a mockumentary, yes. I am watching this film tonight. You really should. You absolutely should. Um, Yeah, the the first death is like a a tractor in a field and they get further into it. But that's the first one is she just explodes. (laughs) Um, And it's like off camera so you can't see exactly what happened. It's just an explosion. Um, and then that you're like, oh, that's weird. That was a weird mishap. And then it just escalates from there. Uh, Kirsten Dunst <laughs> plays Amber Atkins. She's yes. like, again, this is like a high school girl. And her after school job is putting makeup on deceased people at the morgue. <laughs> yeah. Which she practiced is her talent for the competition during it, which is <laughs> tap dancing. So she's tap dancing while putting makeup on bodies. I already love this. Yes. There's so many uh, iconic lines of dialogue, mm-hmm. and I, in college, uh, we had a German subletter, and he watched the movie with us. And it's the movie's super American, and he like did not get it at all, yeah. like at all. And there was one uncomfortable part where Kirsten Dunst is angry at something, and she's like, "This isn't, this isn't America. This is, this is Nazi Germany." Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh god. But he like totally did not get it. And I, when I saw it, I remember in theaters. I already skipped this part of the story from before. When I saw it in theaters, I was sitting in the aisle and I remember I was sitting next to this girl uh, in high school and she was like, I, I want to say she was a little bit of like the ditzy blonde who like laughs at everything. Of course, did not get the movie at all, isn't laughing. Meanwhile, this is one of the few vivid times I remember falling out of my chair yes. laughing in a movie theater. <laughs> yeah. it, very, it, I mean, it, it was that great, yeah. It has happened multiple times, but like not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah uh i got onto watching it because i watched all of um oh my gosh Shit's creek uh dave, not dave yeah uh oh dave, dan levy eugene levy? eugene levy watching all of his like for your consideration um oh, the all of those movies yeah. all the the movie. yeah yeah and then my friend was like well if you liked all those watch drop dead gorgeous and it very much falls in line with the same kind of feel. it was perfection yeah it's wow. absolutely worth a watch, Billy. You should. It's super gay. It's like super gay and campy, and yes. it came out at a time when like you didn't realize how gay it was. Yes. Yeah. Um, came out the same year as Fight Club, which is a movie people don't realize is super gay. Yeah, that is awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I gotta make sure. Everybody knows that's yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's incredible. I'm so glad that's you brought that amazing. movie. I haven't been able oh to talk God. to anyone about Murphy, it. Kristen Dunst, it Ellen is. Barkin, Allison, mm-hmm. Wow. It's really it's wild, the cast. And yeah, Amy Adams' secret talent is essentially having sex. That's like her tape. She is, she's like, oh, my, my secret talent. And then her football boyfriend comes up to her and they start making out. Uh, and then you never actually see her talent, which is... <laughs> <laughs> but the, the tap, you'll appreciate right. for the tap dancing because it's like clearly not Kirsten Dunst. They show her face and then it's just like a silhouetted woman tap dancing and shows her feet. And then every once in a while it cuts back to her face, but it's like, yeah, it's blatantly not her. Yeah, it's blatantly not her. And also, the tap dancing is impeccable. Like whoever they have, incredible tap dancing. Well, and compared to the other acts, like the other act is like a girl who puts a. uh, (laughs) I can probably quote the line. She's like, uh, "This is America's largest ball of twine." Uh, I think I misunderstood the assignment. Yes, yes, Uh, and I don't want to ruin Denise Richards' tap because Denise Richards' talent is the best like is the best just like reveal in the movie is what happens when she does her talent yes. uh, so I don't want to spoil that one for Billy but if you haven't seen the movie and you're listening to this go watch it it's worth 
having that reveal and waiting for it because it's so funny. <laughs> so, and and the, the previous winner of the competition the year before is like an uh, like bulimic <laughs> anorexic survivor who does, who performs at the like current pageant and she does it in a wheelchair with a nurse pull, like driving her around and she lip sings to Don't Cry Out Loud. <laughs> It's just so thin. It's like some of the jokes maybe didn't age super well, but when I watched it, I was like, this is incredible. It's No, it's just, incredible. It's I like, stand by you, it. Yeah, I, I stand by it, and I watched it in 2020, and I had a really good laugh. <laughs> I have, so I, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm losing my mind. This is, I can't, I'm so upset I haven't seen this. Um, so as we know, optimism mm-hmm. can't exist in a vacuum. Yeah. And we love hearing about why you hear it, because as I'm looking at this movie on IMDb, it has a meta score of, 28 out of 100 how dare red. they and then it ha- well it does have a user score of 6.6 so whatever there's a thing. but still yeah. do you feel do you feel this movie was unfairly <laughs> i mean a hundred percent yeah it, it came out of it, it, i mean a gay movie that came out in like the late 90s yeah. mm-hmm. uh that was essentially sold as a mainstream movie yeah which but to me like that's also what i love about it like it's one of these movies that people actually didn't realize that it was actually part of gay culture and then it obviously didn't do well, unfortunately, but it's still, I mean, to me, like I was a Midwest, like queer kid. So it's like, oh, I, I found something that I'm like, I relate with or think is funny or like see the humor and like the ridiculousness of all of this. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I, I kind of love things that are, it's almost, it's like within the community, it's like people don't love it because it like, isn't like trendy enough. Mm-hmm. But at the world at large, I'm like, if it's making an impact, I yeah. think, or like yeah. reaching people, I think it's probably a good thing still. Yeah, <laughs> that's such an interesting trend to me too. All of these like 80s and 90s movies that were like queer coded, or at least like big with the queer community, that were panned, that are now like cult classics and iconic. I mean, I think yeah. about Showgirls and how Showgirls was like considered an awful, awful movie when it came out, and like it's just quoted constantly all the time now. Yeah. Um, I just saw a friend of mine on, uh, posted that they her uh, his girlfriend had never seen Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. <gasps> That's another and he one. Made her watch that, and I was uh, well. That was when Michael and I were dating. He um he had me show that he showed me that one, and I'd never seen it before. Yeah, and I loved wow. it. It's incredible. That is also I watched that for the first time with. I think he showed it to. I think me we first. watched it at the same time. Yeah, I think we watched it with me. Watched time. it. I think he was like, "Hey, watch this." Yeah, he's like, "How dare both of you not watch this movie?" And it was so fun. Was that it's also considered not great when it came out? No, that that I think did well. Yeah. Okay. They um, had Lisa, so. But I, I think of yeah. Showgirls. I think of Drop Dead Gorgeous. I think yeah. there's a there's a few, quite a few. I mean, they even made I think a TV series, but like not with them. It was like a completely different. Oh. It was just like Romy Michelle in high school or something. Oh. Okay. Uh, um, and and I, I didn't see it. I don't think it was good. I would still love for them to do a sequel of that movie, like yes. ten years later, twenty years, oh, yeah. hundred years later. Do I don't it. care. Do like, I'll watch Romy and Michelle. Yeah, it's so good. Wow. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Drew. Anything? Anything else you want to say about about Drop Dead Gorgeous? Other I mean, than that, you've literally both of you have convinced me in twenty minutes. <laughs> you need to watch it tonight. As soon as possible. I think it's one of the greatest comedies of all time. I used to watch it mm-hmm. almost every finals week in high school. I'd have like friends over after work, and like also again, I was like this like not out like overweight gay nerd showing like <laughs> straight guys and like girls that were like in the Midwest, these movies. And I'd be I like, yeah, this is awesome. You don't love this? No. Okay. Got you it. You like stepbrothers? Wait till I show you dropped it. Gorgeous. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. You're going to love it. You're gonna love it. <laughs> 
I do think it was probably ahead of its time in the realm of comedy because I think if it came out today, the dry humor would like kill. People would love it. Yeah. But I can wow. see maybe when it came out that it wasn't as like wow. well uh, received. I'm excited for you to watch it. I'm yeah, I'm excited sad. for you to watch it, Billy. You have to I'm, text me after. I'm really terrified Same. of when we finish this episode and I tell the boyfriend that I haven't seen it. But you know what? It's going to be fine. I'm scared for you. And it, yeah, will, scared. it will be a nice memorial to Denise Richards, who tragically is leaving the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> Back to the real important I'm issues. I'm so <laughs> upset. I'm so upset. The season, this last season was garbage except for Garcelle and Denise. All right, you know what? That's Billy, not one day I'll let you on this podcast talk about Real Housewives. We'll do an episode of it. Today's not that day. <laughs> I'll bring the boyfriend on as a guest and we'll do yes. a two-hour Housewives two hours. I'll let you guys do a Housewives episode. Every episode's about 30 minutes and then the Housewives is a two-hour <laughs> special. <laughs> It's yeah, just whole, season two is just Billy and Michael talking about Real Housewives. <laughs> I'd watch it, listen to it, whatever we're doing. Cool. Well, well Billy, if you want to explain our next bit, yeah, this is my favorite portion. It's cool. I love it. So, Drew, before the show started, we asked you to come up with a thing and a genre. Dadney, take out your gosh darn headphones. Okay. All right, Drew. So now you're going to tell me your thing and your genre. And I'm going to have 30 seconds to pitch it to you. And then we're going to have Dagny pitch hers. And we'll see what happens. Okay. So I want a, like, superhero Power Rangery type show. But that's, like, straight up for adults. Like, almost like senior citizens adults. Oh, okay. Senior citizens, like, old people. Old people, yeah. All right, we're starting. 30 seconds. Let's go. I mean, honestly, I wrote a gritty Power Rangers scene when I was younger just because I wanted to make one. Okay. I fully think we should do a full-on Boomer Power Rangers. They, they're fighting against clean energy. They're fighting against uh, 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 regulation. They want no more regulation. They power up. But unlike in the Power Rangers where when they would transform, like remember when Turbo Ranger, he was a kid and he would grow up? They don't get fit. They still have their same bodies and their same powers. They're just wearing skin-tight clothing okay. and yelling at young people. <laughs> All right, I think that's it. I'm going to call Dagny back on. I'm going to point at the screen, so hopefully... Yeah, she's back. Okay. Am I allowed to return? Yeah, you're good. Welcome okay, my to headphones the are back in. Okay. Drew? Okay. Go for are it. Are you ready? I think so. <laughs> okay. So I'm looking for something that is like a show, a TV show that is like Power Rangers, but featuring senior citizens. Okay. Wow. Um... All right, Dagny, I'm going to give you like five seconds. So it's Whenever sim- you let me go. Okay, so similar to Power Rangers, but it's elderly people. Uh, so I would just put it easily in a retirement home. Um, but this whole retirement home is converted into, uh, not like the Batcave, but the equivalent for Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> and it's them just, I would say, the whole time figuring out the easiest way to create or to like solve a crime or whatever. But they never actually go do it because they're old and don't want to leave. So they're just talking the whole time. I, this one really went off the rails. I was not prepared for this. Uh, I wish I had a better answer, but we do this every episode. <laughs> I just didn't. Oh man, I've done so well in the past. That was thirty seconds, Billy. I'm wow. assuming you won. I, I don't know. I don't know, Dagny. It's up to Drew. It's he's not. He's oh. impartial. Well, you know, it's it's a little bit tough. I liked. I felt that Dagny, you were very specific on the world you were building, and I appreciated that. Yes, um, I'd be such a great guest host on something like us judge. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, uh... like, you did your best. I saw where you were <laughs> and, going. <laughs> uh, I feel like Billy did have more enthusiasm in his in his presentation. And I think probably overall one with his comment of they just the, they spend their time the senior citizens yelling at children. 
Oh yeah, that is a good anecdote. I pitched, I pitched like a Boomer Power Rangers where they fight against progress, but they don't have any superpowers. They just wear skin tight clothes and shout at children. That's very funny. I would have also <laughs> picked that, Drew. Uh, I, I just got caught up in Power Rangers and Power Rangers to me is the original group. And I was like, how do I get that image out of my head of Kimberly and uh, Billy and all of them? Like, how do I get rid they of that? They can be in it. They can be old Power Honestly, Rangers. Oh, that's what I should, it should have just been watching them when they're that older actually, age, like reminiscing on their days as the original. So I just won, basically. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. If, it was, if it was the original guys watching in their, like, in their old folks' home, watching new episodes of Power Rangers and seeing where it's gone and just watching their commentary Ooh, on it. See? That would be fun. We're all brainstorming here. My only concern is... <laughs> now we're making a TV show. <laughs> ...that the actor who played Billy walked off the show because of homophobic bullying. Oh, And the yes. actor who played Tommy is now like a born-again Christian MMA fighter. And I don't know if this, this cast would vibe today, but you know what? I do want to see it. Real Housewives style. Bring it back. Put them all in a room. One of them is dead, didn't they? Yeah, like, one of them. That yellow, the Yellow Ranger, the original Yellow Ranger died in a car crash in the yeah. late 90s. And then so did someone murder someone as well? Yeah, that wasn't the original cast, though. That was, I hate that I know all this. That was yeah. the Red Ranger from Power Rangers Wild Force who murdered his roommate with a sword. Wow, but Tommy and Kimberly were in, no, not Tommy. Kimberly and who was in the new Power Rangers? Which one and Tommy. Tommy, yeah, they were both in. They, they had, had little they cameos. Had a, and I was like, a oh. 1.5 second cameo. Yeah, yeah. I, that new Power Rangers was almost great. And like every scene, but it never figured out what it wanted Elizabeth to be. Banks oh, Elizabeth Banks killed it. Yes. Elizabeth Banks is Rita Repulsa. She eats the scenery in every single scene, literally in one scene. It's amazing. <laughs> she's incredible. The yeah. movie's kind yeah. of a mess, but she's amazing. Yes. And yes. Rita Repulsa made a return at the RNC with, uh, what's her name? Kim. <laughs> oh my God, I saw that. It was, I mean, it was straight up Rita Repulsa. Yeah, she yes. basically did her supervillain speech. Also, which is crazy because she dated Kevin Newsom. Oh. Oh, wow. Wow. England's now speaking. Now she's dating Trump Jr. and is at the RNC speaking. It's oh like, what's boy. going on? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I did not end the Poptimist on an optimistic no, note. No, that's, but, uh, I, that's just shocking news. I had no idea. That is shocked. Wow. Edit this out for uh, humor and satisfaction and love and joy of life. Thank you. Politics are bound to come up eventually, but you know, we try. It's everywhere. It's an it's election everywhere. year. It is an hey, election Daddy. year. Yes, Billy. Daddy, you want to wrap up the show? I sure would love to. I don't know what I was about to say. Yes, I would love to wrap up the show. Uh, so this was the Poptimist. Um, thank you, Drew, for coming on. It was wonderful to talk to you. Thank and also you, you brought one me. of the best movies I could have possibly asked for. Drew, oh, is there Drew. anything you would like to promote before I wrap up the show? Um... I mean, I am the creator uh, and host of Ugly Stepchildren and LOLGBT, which Billy has done before, which is um, our Ugly Stepchildren's a variety show. You can follow on Instagram at The Ugly Stepchildren. LOLGBT is a queer stand-up show. We can follow at LOLGBT Comedy Show on Instagram. And uh, I'm, for all my stuff I do, it's uh, at Ginger underscore Drew on Instagram as well, because I'm an Instagram ho. And he has red hair. That's the ginger bit. So they could get a good visual. <laughs> yes. Uh, wow. Incredible. Well, yes. Follow all those things. Drew's very funny. He does comedy with uh, my brother. That's how I know him. So you guys are very funny. Um, but yes, again, this is Pop Miss. Thank you all so much for uh, listening. Come back. Billy, say bye. Goodbye. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>